Geek Shock. Geek Shock. Oh, I told you five minutes. Wow, to the dot. (laughs) It's it's over your shoulder, sir. (laughs) That's the sound of Andy coming to the show. Hey, yo, sound of silence. (laughs) (laughs) The sound of sound of spilling. Sound of spilling. So, so we're Andy and I are wrestling with the responsibility of rescuing a cat. That's right. You have a visitor. Yeah, yeah. I well, went out to take out the garbage the other night, and there's just just hearing this meow, 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 and he, this cat is coming around the edge of my patio, and the place is a disaster area because Andy's in the middle of making money. Right. So when Andy is when Andy makes money, when Andy is is making money, lives the, horribly. The backyard becomes a disaster zone, and so the cat's like wandering around all the stuff. Meow, and I'm like, marking oh. all his props and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I'm just... I'm Are just, you sure that Andy didn't make this cat? Yeah, really. It, it's You <laughs> it's know what? From what cat. I've seen in the past month or so, it's entirely possible. <laughs> I mean, I could He see, does some good prop you, work. You, you, Andy, go out back and you hear... <laughs> and boom, he's got a cat. If so, I'm going to have him make me a porg next. Yeah, yeah. But um, the cat came up to me. Porg, it was, porg, it was porg. night. It was cold. I was about to go to bed. This is how late it was. Vernon had just left from Drunken DVD. Night. Oh Jesus! Oh, so so it's it's like late. I want to go to bed, and this guy is like g- comes right up to me. You know, I reach for him. He flinches a bit, but then I'm like, okay, and I pet him, and he's like, and within five minutes, he's on my lap, and he's curled up, and he's just huddled, and I'm like, <laughs> you're like, God fuck. damn it! You know, th- there was that other cat uh, last year. Or a couple of years ago, that I actually closed the door because I'm like I can't have a pet, and I closed the door, and the cat's meow, meow through the closed door. That cat turned out to be okay because it's apparently an outside cat. But this guy was a little skinny, kind of obviously. It was a large. It's not an adult. It's not a kitten. It's not an adult. So a juvenile. And, uh, and probably yeah. No. And and I was just like, oh, fucking fuck. Go for it. So I I you brought beautiful him in, heart I brought gold. him inside the house and he he totally was cool. He's like wandering around. He's doing a lot of meow, 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 but he's wandering around. Duncan actually comes downstairs. He instantly is just like you know, walking around Duncan's feet and rubbing up. So he loves people. No fear. The CWs came over today for D and D. He just he just let that one of the guys posted a picture. I'll have to share it on Facebook. Two of the girls in the group picked him up, and he is a purr monster. Oh, I love purr monsters. You, you can actually probably generate electricity with this purr. <laughs> it's loud. It's ridiculously loud. And the girls were like, oh, my God, a purring kitty. And so they both hug the kitty, and they're hugging each other. I'm like, oh, wow, two girls, one kitty. And it, they're, you know, the guys are taking pictures. Um but he he just he was just totally like yeah and even Andy, you know Andy hates pets oh my god he's terrible, animal hater and and this guy this guy charmed Andy, so. I, I love the kitty cats. Yeah, <laughs> so I took him 
So he's been in the house for a couple days. I went and bought food. I got a litter box. Oh, and he's over here dropping his microphone. <laughs> what? Oh, jeez. <laughs> bring her. Bring uh, Jesus, you're you're on my shoe. <laughs> at, least, at least your foot is in Hurricane it. Andy, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we're, we're we're learning about your new cat friend. Yeah. Uh, yes. And, I like uh, it. See, I, if it was me, it would have gone to the the whole pet flow chart. Can you afford to take care of a pet? No. Yeah, no. Leave it outside. That's the flow chart. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm just like, I'm scared, actually, because hey, I don't hey, have a... Hey, if you Sorry. play with things, put your mic down. Ooh, uh, uh. <laughs> I'm tired. I walked a long way. You walked all the way here? I, I, I walked from the Luxor to the... Man- actually, I walked from Mandalay Bay to Luxor and back. That's not that far. That's next door. That's that's that's, my, that's, that's a mile and a half. That's not a mile and that's a half. That's a mile and a half. No, it is not. I work over there. From it's Luxor not a mile and to a half. Mandalay Bay is to the, not the Shark Reef to the convention center. Oh, you do have to go all the way through Mandalay Bay and all the way out to the convention center to get to Shark Reef. So, and it I was actually in par- the parking garage beyond Shark Reef. All right, so Andy walked a long. I walked way. a long way. So yeah. So the state of the cat. I'm, I'm so so here. so. Uh, Pie whack it. It's like a- a- Andy and I. Yeah, I was still trying to figure out a name. I wasn't naming him at first because I I don't know. He loves people so much. I'm thinking he had He's to come from a family. And I'm thinking there must be someone out there looking for him. Some little kid. So, Where's my kitty, Mister? Uh, you see no, my kitty? Pause right there. Welcome to Cat Shock number four hundred twenty-eight. I am Master Torgo. Eighties Jeff. <laughs> Fact check, Dandy. Some random guy that reads Warhammer 40K. <laughs> we're talking Week in Geek, but right now we're talking about this cat. Yeah. <sighs> so I, I actually got to the, I went to the, there's a cat hospital. Okay. Right on Sunset, and I took him there to see if he was microchipped. He was microchipped, yeah. He's not microchipped. Oh. It's really so, funny, too, because I'm like, Can, is this is this a he? Or, and she, well, hold him up. And I hold him up, and <laughs> it was funny. She's like, oh, Yeah. He's a he. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't know there was any doubt. He, he has testicles. Yeah, I know. But I just, I, I'm not I'm not an expert on cat balls, Andy. So. Uh, <laughs> we, we used to breed Sammy's cats, so yeah. I know my testicles. Yeah, well, I know my testicles, too. That doesn't mean I know how to breed cats. Where was I? Oh, yeah. It is really funny. The cat's going crazy in my arms because this cat hospital has a bird cage. Oh, why does a cat hospital have a bird cage? That, but that's that seems version. like a flaw. That's the, their version of television. <laughs> the bird, the birds are fluttering around. The cat is in my arms, and he's getting that you know the yeah, and he's twitching. He's trying to get. I'm like, oh Jesus! They scan him, no chip. They give me a card. If you want to get him an exam or something, bring him back. Okay, if I want to spend money, come back. Okay, yeah. good, I'll do that. I'm getting out to the car. He's struggling in my arms now. And I'm like, just, he knows where the bird is. just get in the car. Get in the car. I'll get you home. We'll be fine. Just get in the car. And I get him in the car. I keep him from jumping out as I close up. And he's like, meow, meow, meow. He's jumping on me. I'm trying, There's a police car drives by. I'm like, oh, great. If the co- cop sees a cat on my shoulder while I'm driving, you know, I'll probably get a ticket. This, this is, is so adorable. This is going to get so expensive. He finally goes in the back seat, and I'm like, all right, don't worry. And this is on Sunset. This is at the Smiths. We're like five minutes from home. I'm driving down Sunset, and I'm like, it's okay. Meow, meow. Take it. Don't worry. We're going to. Ah! Oh, no. Oh, 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 oh,
<laughs> he, he shit in the back seat. Oh, no. He was so upset by the experience, he just let it all go. Oh. The, car, the car interior fills with smell. I'm like rolling down windows, but I can't put them all the way down because I don't want them to jump out. Right. But I'm trying to air out the car. So glad I missed this. And then Sunset and Whitney Ranch, close to my home, I hit the light. Motherfucking longest light. Because while the air is flowing through the car, I can at least breathe. But once I stop, there's no breeze, no airflow. I'm like, oh, 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 God, oh, God, oh, God. Turn green. Finally turns green. I get home. And then you turn green. Oh, Jesus Christ. Thank Christ the cat is healthy. So the poop was easy to clean up. Yay. There did no residual. I just blotted the living hell out of the seat with vinegar and, and water mixture. and It was a kitty no wiper? Yes. Mm. Thank Christ. <laughs> holy shit. And no. I don't mean it holy. Yeah. Lucky. But um, I got him back into the house. So next step uh, is flyers. Mm-hmm. We'll put some up around around the neighborhood. I At this point... Uh, they checked him out, Andy. Uh, yeah. uh, the CWs. He. They say he's got some of his rear claws. Yeah. Okay. So. So. Not much though. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird. It's his claws are kind of trimmed. He doesn't seem to have rear claws. But I. But no. But he. He's not neutered. He doesn't have a chip. Who would declaw the cat in the rear legs? But then not do any. I don't know. He's a well taken care of and lovable cat. He Somebody is. owns this cat. He is. It so, can't be us though. So we got to put. It's gonna be you. Yes, it is. Mm. You have put way more effort than you should have into this whole situation. No, I I love what you've done thus far. I love it. He was wandering around in the cold, and he's obviously a kitten. And 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 you're not understanding, Jeff. This is this is a this is a particular lovable cat. This is this is this to is. Jeff. There's no such thing as a lovable cat. <laughs> he's like, come here, you. I, I cats cat, are evil. I think this cat would turn cats, you. No, yeah, uh, Andy. Andy came in. And uh, when he first met the cat, and he's like, "Oh wow, hi kitty!" and and within two minutes, he's like taking photo layouts and <laughs> and because the cat just the, yeah the cat off to the wetlands, the, opens the door, no away. fear, <laughs> loves people. When the CWs came over, the cat stayed out the whole time. He didn't do that. I'm gonna go hide now. He totally was just there, have hanging out with people. Mm-hmm. So wow. So he's a real sweetie. All right. So that was part one of the story. Stay tuned for part two. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. Jesus. I don't know. And I tried to. I tried to release him last night, and it failed. <laughs> what, what? What did you do? Just open the door? Yeah, hey, I opened the door, and I was out working it's on stuff. Because you've impressed moved. upon it now. And I, uh, yeah, I was working on a bunch of stuff outside, and cursing him like, "You seen the cat?" And I'm like, "Uh, no." As you and slowly close the door, and no. Kirsten, <laughs> then Kirsten comes out and starts running the flashlight over all the corners, and I'm like. I look over and I'm like, the cat's sitting on top of the shed. You know, Kirsten's like done a reconnoiter. Yeah, I'm, I'm of the looking at the trees behind bushes. Cats up on the shed, like Ca- what? Dude, cats right on the here. roof of the shed. Meow, meow, meow. Well, he knows yeah. where to get food, so he's gonna stay there. Yeah, well, and it's warm, so he's gonna stay there. Well, I, you know, I the know. cat doesn't care about food as, and warm as much as the cars want. Lots love. That the cat wants love. The cat no, the, wants love. The cat is food and warmth. Don't That's worry, what it is. dude. You will see when mm-hmm. you guys come over for game night because the cat. To- I mean, the, 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 the girls were picking him up and he just 
oh, he lays on his back and he just hangs his arm out. Like and a he warm just, slinky. He just sits there and the girls are just like, oh, the whole game. <laughs> we're trying to negotiate with these fucking elves in this mystical forest. Just the fleas are and, like- <laughs> and the girls are just sitting, leaning on the table, looking at the couch going, oh, look at him sleep. He's sleeping. Oh, my God. <laughs> a cat sleeps. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, I know. It was just, it's just- I don't think we're impressing upon you how cute this cat is. Yeah, he's, he's I had a cute cat. I'm you already, saw my Stumpy. I'm already yeah, one over. Stumpy was Stumpy was. He's he's friendly like Stumpy. He okay, he just yeah. comes right the fuck up but, to but you. But not and skeletal and zombie like like Stumpy. Well, oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> wow. Wait, what? Well, uh, just <laughs> so, just so you know, it's no longer a skeleton or a zombie. It's been burnt a lot. Too I mean, soon, Andy. <laughs> too I mean, soon. Uh, Did uh, you say burnt alive? <laughs> <laughs> Freudland slip. It's instead of euthanasia and cremation, it's Freudulent? euthanasia. He goes to a special vet. <laughs> Dr. Mengele, veterinarian. Oh, we, okay. we show the cat in here. Here is the shower for the cat. Close the door. Oh, God. Oh, God. All right, all right. Let's, let's Auschwitz. So, anyway. Let's bring this like back to what the Schrodinger's show is. So, yeah, the cat furnace. shit in my car. <laughs> Schrodinger's furnace is the cat alive or dead? Oh my the god! <laughs> Jesus Christ! But anyway, Stumpy is currently sitting on the shelf in the main room there. You, ah. Yeah, you pay respect next time you're there, buddy. In a little in a little urn. I like so Stumpy, not, but, but it was a bag of bones at the end, man. That cat was was just skeletal. Jeez. Yeah, <laughs> kidney failure will do that to yeah, you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Why? Why don't you rub it into him? There, you know, he's, he's, he's he clearly was upset about the I didn't make fun of the fact his dog died the next week. Way after. <laughs> no, you have it the you wrong way. It was the dog first, oh, dog and then the first cats. See there. Oh well, my god! Well, thanks a lot. You're a fucking asshole. <laughs> Fuck you. Wow. Wow. Oh god. See what happens when Andy starts earning a paycheck. He just gets sassy as fuck. <laughs> I mean, look at him. He's dressed like Matt for work. I got, I got logo wear on, man. I'm wearing logo wear. Yes, you uh, are. Give you a give you a month. That mm. logo will be gone. Yeah, I'm well, sorry. It's a white shirt. What the hell were they thinking? The, the white <laughs> the white shirt will be gray. Well, it, it'll hide. It, it'll be poked out with red and red and yellow. Money. It'll hide. It'll hide the powdered donut. Uh, hey, that's kind of you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember breakfast. All right. <laughs> Gentlemen, what geeky things did you do this week? Now, to, I also... What? You went to a I do have something else. I went to I went to ToyCon. ToyCon! Good. Somebody we, did. I'm glad Here in did. Las well, Vegas at Circus Circus. Corto did too. Excellent. I did as well. I did as well. Tell me about your experience at ToyCon. I realize everything is way overpriced. Yes. Huh. Very much so. I'm but that, that's, like, like, that's just at, con life. But like every single action figure or figure I was looking at, I was like, how much is this? 60, 70, 80. And I can't justify paying that for that. Did you at least try talking them down a little? Or? No. No, okay. What What did you actually have your eyes on that you wanted before you saw the price? Two things. Two things. There was a vintage Megatron. So obviously that's going to be like one something. Mm-hmm. Right. The, um, what is it, 12 inch one? Mm-hmm. Whatever it is. And there was a. Godzilla, vintage one from Japan. Mm. So that is going to be that's pricey worth the too. Money. Yeah, so it's like two forty or something. There you do. It. I had my wife with me. She's not going to let me go two forty no, on a I, friggin' thing. I got you. I got you. Okay, but but 
wives. But what did I Those, get? Yes. I got. I finished up my X-Men Funko collection. Oh. So Old Man Logan, Kitty Pride. Old Man Logan. Oh. You have him? Yeah. <laughs> well, it was just making it feel better. Yeah. Yes. Old Man Logan, Kitty Pride, and uh, Cyclops. Mm, Cyclops. So now I'm... And I got a bunch if of artwork. You, I've got a bunch of artwork, too. Ooh, that's so, always cool. Yeah. If you can find somebody that will negotiate, I'll give you a little tip for the negotiation on the toys. Mm. They're usually marked up three times. What they bought it for, obviously, they're going to try to make a profit. If you, try, if you talk them to a third off of the price right off the bat, most of the time, they'll take it. Now, the problem is, a lot of these toy cons now, or the, at the convention... You know, booths now know that you can get it cheaper elsewhere, so they try to stay hard, fast, and firm on whatever their price is. But if you can find somebody that'll negotiate, talk them down about a third. You, they'll usually take it. They make a little money. Okay. You get a better deal. Yeah. So one last sense. thing they have to pack. And speaking of, yes. the best day to deal is Sunday. Yes, that very the last reason. day. That's true. Less things they have to pack. They have a little more cash in their pocket. That's a little lighter. For their truck. I will say, though, that used to be the way at Comic-Con, and I used to clean up on Sundays because Sunday was kids' day. Most of the uh, people my age that didn't have kids did not want to go to the convention floor on Sunday. You know, they were off doing whatever else, you know, having the family day elsewhere or so forth. You could usually get some pretty awesome deals because, just like Torgo said, they didn't want to pack their stuff up. Well, the last Comic-Con I went to where I was there on a Sunday... Nobody would deal, and I don't know what was going on. I'm like, well, you're just gonna have to pack it up. And they're like, whatever. No, I, I can't. Jeff's like, you're just gonna have to oh, keep your stuff. Yeah. I guess it'll be really <laughs> gonna, terrible if something have to happens to, to your home. family by Monday. <laughs> I think it was on a Sunday that I bought like 15 pages of comics for five bucks a page. Oh, well, comics you can sometimes get away with that. Seventy-five bucks. Five bucks a page. I haven't seen for years. That was 20 years ago. Oh, wow. I, of course, keep in mind you're talking to a Canadian. They hate negotiating. Right. Uh, I had a, a, a girl I dated used to work timeshares. Hate Canadians. I just hate them. They never want to negotiate. <laughs> they tell you the price they want to pay, and that's it. Oh, speaking of Canada, sorry, man. Not that sorry, but sorry. Why are you sorry? Why? 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 They're pathetic loss in curling. Oh. They're only sport. Okay. <laughs> I don't care about curling. Oh. oh. I never cared about curling. God, I have never cared about curling. He's an American now. I see. And, and he's sorry. And and he should be proud because America did well. That's right. America. Also, I noticed America. that the uh, Toy Con floor, there's way too many Funkos now. It is super yeah, Funko it's land. It's like Funko, Funko Con 2018. Just rub salt in my wound. Why don't you? A lot of the cons are that way, too. But, but it's all it's commons like, and shit. Like, you can get them like 20 bucks, 25 bucks. It's, Lines I don't want to collect. It's, it's the new Beanie Babies. Everybody, they think everyone wants them, so they've got tons of Pickle stock. Rick. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't like these Funko booths were empty. People yeah. were yeah. flooding them. Tulips. In fact, I had the thought walking around. I was like, Funko's kind of a piece of keeping this alive yeah. Yeah. right now. It's true. So, and I will say, I mean, I hadn't gone in two years, <laughs> but this was about a third larger than the last time I oh, went. So, really? so make room for the Funko. So it's growing. Funko yeah, I went, I went last year. It was at the Orleans, and this was noticeably yeah. bigger. Where was it yeah. this year? Uh, circus Circus. Went back to Circus Circus. Uh, used to be just in that bottom floor area, and now they have a section at the top as well. Wow. So. It seemed like the guest list was smaller mm. this year, though. Yeah, I noticed that because they are... Uh, and yeah. definitely much more wrestling-centric than... 
than last year. Because last year, me and you went, I remember. Yeah. Uh-huh. And there was like... Um, they had a good mix Walking of Dead yeah, and Walking people like that. Dead and like uh, like the CW shows and so they had a good mix of you know a, a good variety of different genres represented but this year you had a few sci-fi uh, a lot of the car movie action movies actors and mostly wrestling is what it looked like from the website. I saw Yeah, but there's always been a huge contingent of wrestling. Well, sure. There. But I mean much more so this year than this year I saw, I saw Boba Fett, years. the actor who played Boba Fett, and yeah. I think, um, was, wasn't was Darth Vader there? Not um, No, but Tom Kenny was the voice okay, of Okay, SpongeBob. SpongeBob. Yeah. And that dude doesn't age. He looks the same that I saw him at Comic-Con like 12 years ago. Right. Jesus. I saw a picture uh, Jimmy Slonina posted of his kid with a ventriloquist dummy with Tom Kenny. Cool. Like the kid was like doing, doing the ventriloquist. I mean, Tom Kenny was like standing next to him being a gog. That's fun. Yeah. Tom Kenny kind of looks like a ventriloquist. I mean, that's a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so nothing caught your eye. Oh, and another thing I was going to go back for it. Um, you remember the 209 security bot from um, uh, Robocop? From Ro- Robocop. Robocop. Yep. I picked it up and it was 25 bucks and it was a good size, like eight or seven inches, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And I was like. I'll come back for this. Never went back for it. That's uh, the same yeah. way. I had the money and everything. I was like, I'm going to come back, but I'll get it. And I'm getting in my car. I'm like, fuck. I, I don't want to carry this thing around, though. Come on. That'd be crazy. Yeah, yep. the, yeah. the only thing I had my eye on is they had the official Halloween 3 set of masks. The the, uh, the jack-o'-lantern, the witch, and the skull. Okay. So it, And they were, he was selling them for 65 each or 100, 100, uh, 150 for the set or something like that. Hmm. And... I I really do want those masks. I, I've kind of looked at them before. It's the first time I've seen them up close at a con. Mm-hmm. But I'd already spent a lot of money this weekend, so I couldn't justify the purchase. Speaking of masks, I did have my eye on a Casey Jones mask. Ah, you very see them cool. There, I was like sixty bucks or what was it, thirty thirty something. I'm like, ah, fuck it. I've already spent. That's like, worth it. I know it is, but at this point, I've already spent like two hundred dollars. Because you like can get the rest of the costume just to go to Goodwill. You know, get some golf clubs and baseball bat. Golf clubs. Yeah, he was hockey player. No, Casey Jones has a whole assortment of sports related weapons. He's he's referring to the television version. He had like a no. I'm he referring, basically I'm had the quiver the on the back, and he had a baseball. He was like, bat. Oh, I'm gonna get baseball. Driver. He had the hockey stick. He had the baseball bat. He had a golf club. He had okay. like a mix of different mm-hmm. sports cargo? implements in his. No cat quiver. talk. This is nerd arguing. No, I like the cat talk, frankly, but meow. And actually, you're right. He was in the comic that way, too. Yeah. Sorry. I have a show to theme. All right. So, yeah, I spent a lot of money this weekend. Did I had you really? a hell, I mean, I had a hell of a geek weekend. Wow. Um, for those tuned in from last week, we will be talking about Black Panther at the end of the show. I just heard something fall. It's okay. It was just Andy's phone. <laughs> it's it's used to it by now. You saw a- the beholder. Andy just Jesus saw the beholder. Christ. That's terrifying. You know, I'm going to put this behind you, Andy. <laughs> Because I have a feeling it. it's going to get shattered here in a moment. <laughs> shattered. Shattered. Shanube. Jeff, Shanube. if it was going to get shattered, it would have been by now. I've dropped that thing so many times and it's still not Famous broken. last words there. Uh, a year ago, I first uh, talked about the store on the show, uh, War Room Games. It's on Sunset and Eastern here in Las Vegas. Yes. And it was in a kind of a hidden... Uh, back side of a plaza so it was hard to find and when you found it it was fairly small it was it was a great place passionate people that are running it and uh, a decent selection 
but fairly small. So I was, I was like, it's been a while since I've been there, so I'm going to go back and see how it's doing. So I went back to that location, and uh, it's gone. Oh, no. So, mm. But as I was pulling away, a few doors down, I noticed a orcs flag in the window of another location of that same store. How did the orcs do in the Olympics? Uh, they're not great at curling. They go a little too far. Uh, okay. Way too far, in fact. But they break all the other stones. And here it is. They moved to a larger spot. A Aha! So War Room Games now has a good entrance of the front, very visible, good signage. Oh, they have a sign. Okay. And it is, I'd say, over three times as large as their last place, Whoa. if not even larger. Sunset and Eastern? Uh, this is uh, Sunset and Eastern. Uh, there all the time. Whole, I haven't noticed it. Damn. Whole set of plaza, almost like behind that McDonald's. Okay, that's right there. Mm-hmm. The so I, I went in and checked it out. And when I walked in there, my I was originally struck, struck by this gigantic <laughs> beholder, hard latex piece that well, was wait, up wait, on wait. the wall. It's it's sunset and eastern on the east side. On the sunset side. Like, well, it's gonna say, I, I'm not going to get into this part of it. Oh, no, because okay, on, on, the on. one I'm thinking of is, is over behind the PTs by I'm the a... post office. Is that not the one you're thinking of? It what? moved. No, this is behind McDonald's, Sunset, and Eastern. Anyways, Okay, Torgo. so there's another Let one then on. There's another game shop then that's on the other side of Eastern on Sunset. All right, but this is War Room Games. Okay, I just want to, because I, I I was thinking of the same. 150. So now I'm going to have to go check that one oh, out, too. Oh, are, are you pricing my beholder? Mm-hmm. No, no, he's bidding on it. Are we playing the nerd version of Name That Tune? All right. Price, price, is price, right. Is right. price is right. I, I put a picture up on Shock Monkey's Lair because I was so excited to adopt it. Uh, when I walked up to it, I asked him how much it was. I'm like, uh, that's a little. It was 150, wasn't it? It's, yes. it's, a little, it's a little steep for what I should be buying right now i shouldn't buy it i want it but i shouldn't uh and he's like that's kind of our store mascot we've had some people interested but no one's really buying it and i'm like all right that's cool. it you sold me sir <laughs> <laughs> so i bought a white dwarf and i and i went home and of course you, i took a picture a, of it buy I, a white dwarf like a figure of white dwarf for the, the white dwarf oh, no, is no, the, no. Magazine okay, the magazine for okay. warhammer I, I no, I, I appreciate I it. Make sure I was clarifying. No, I appreciate it that that not everyone knows what white white dwarf is. And I, I of course took a picture of it before I left. I come home, I show my wife. I'm like, I, I this is this the coolest thing? She's like, Why did you buy it? Right. I'm like, I'm like, it's because it's a little expensive. And I was like, Yeah, you should go get it. So I'm like, I came back and I said, um, My wife and I would like to adopt your store mascot. So. <laughs> Yes, it is. And, of course, Kirsten's taking the picture now. But there's no mascot in that picture. There, you got it. There, okay, he's getting it now. All right. That's, that's, the, that's the new member of Geek Shock up on the, on the shelf. So, yes, and no, it did not cost 150 Okay. Uh, that is low. Yeah. Higher. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> $250. Higher. Holy. Okay. All right. We'll wow. discuss after the show. We'll discuss so, after so, the show. So Todd used to be a one percenter. <laughs> mm. And he squandered his precious resources. Let's just say I, I went into the credit card debt for this one. So. Oh my, that's okay. I'll, I'll, I'll work wow. out. Of it. I'll work it out of it over a couple of months. It is yeah, true. You did glorious, say it, so. you got it for less than you've been able to find it anywhere. I will say online. it was significantly less than the MSRP on it, and significantly less than I could find it on Amazon. So I'm very happy to have it. But the other cool thing is that War Room Games apparently twice a year. Has an auction. Ooh. 
and people bring in and our war room games they've really branched out but their specialty still is the large tabletop war gaming warhammer um, guild ball uh, our star wars armada uh, anything that has to do with miniature war gaming basically mm-hmm. so they have massive tables in the back lots of lots of foliage and, and buildings to play with good i and got a place it, but, to get rid of my my volcano but they also have branched even larger into board games and they have board game nights and their selection of board games from what they had before is about five times bigger than what they it's had. It's Meepleville East? Sorry? It's Meepleville East? Uh, no, because that most most game places... Oh, you it's can, regular game games. It's, yeah. it's not a rent by... No, no. You, if, and if you want yeah. to come in and play a game, they have games available, but there's no cost to play. No, I'm oh. thinking of a Shock Monkey Lair thread that actually uh, used the phrase, Andy whoring for attention. And, wow. Uh, um, <clears throat> I just never mind. I'm a little hurt, (laughs) a little tiny bit hurt. Don't be. (laughs) And it just at least I know I am. You're right. It just so (laughs) happened that doesn't bother me either. Just so you know. (laughs) And it just so happened the auction was Saturday. Oh, so that that next day. So I'm like, I know what I'm doing on Saturday. I was going to go to the toy con, but I'm instead going to go see what this auction is. It's a brilliant idea. If you have a game shop, if you own one, all two of you, or if you know somebody that has a game shop, this is Let a I, great yeah, are idea. You, are you listening, Captain Let it? Probably not. No. What it is, people bring in their stuff. Mm-hmm. They have a low reserve on it because it's the whole idea is to get rid of stuff that you don't want anymore to make room for new stuff. Mm-hmm. And what you sell it for, you get in store credit. Hmm. And the auction, there was a lot of people, a lot of stuff, and everything went for cheap. I'm looking I, at a stack over there. I have a stack of board games. <laughs> oh, my God. Over your shoulder. It is over half as tall as I am. That's, that's dwarf height. And that's what you're selling? And n- Nope, that's what I bought. <laughs> that is, I bought. You bought a game called Poop. I bought a card game called Poop. It cost me a dollar. How does the store make money off this? Wait a minute. Do you buy into the auction? No. No, the- no because you're buying for store credit, it's ba- the store gets the money immediately. It's like a day that is all sales of a giant gift certificate for everybody. So just like when you own a store and you have gift certificates available that you can buy for other people right. or whatnot... They get that money immediately, whether or not somebody comes in and uses God that damn credit. It. Okay. What? 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 Why is there snapping? It's going. It's going towards oh, the edge. God he almost. Sakes. God, you're such a little girl. Jesus. So what's this? You're a clumsy little girl. So what? Things get wet. I spent. I make people wet. It's coke, dude. Not it's your fucking carpet. coke. I spent a hundred and thirty dollars on that stack of games that you see is, behind you. Is this all dice? The plastic uh, thing here. With I'll the, get into that in a oh, second. Okay. You're, you're, you're down there. Okay. Including what you're pointing at is the counters in dice for Star Wars Armada. Oh, wow. Which is the Star Wars naval miniatures battle game. If you buy it, that alone costs $100. Right. On its own. I got it for 40 Nice. So, And with everything in it. And the nice little so carrying case. So that's probably the priciest thing in that whole stack. In that whole stack, yeah. That's what I spent the most on. A lot of stuff in there I spent 5 and $10 for. Wow. For Warhammer people, people were selling armies, whole armies, 
2,000 point armies for 80 bucks. With, and if you know Warhammer, that is a ridiculously low price. Yeah. Painted? But the problem with that is you don't get to customize. It's already already pre-painted, all that rent. There is a lot of that. Oh, there was some stuff I wasn't. <laughs> Which is... Wow. Well, no, that's part of the... That's part of the draw of that. You customize okay. it, you paint it. Sure. Right. Okay. But you can always strip it and repaint it yourself. Yeah, it's a hassle, though. It's more... Uh, what, uh, it depends how much you want to spend. That's $400 true. versus 80 Okay. That is true, yes. Yeah. Oh. But it's... And people were selling, like, really beautifully painted, like, display pieces as well. And so the whole... Th- the thing started at 11 in the morning, ended at 6.30 in the afternoon. Wow. Ray, the guy that ran it, bless his heart, barely had a voice by the end of it. Uh, I brought in some board how games. How much for these fucking guys? <laughs> I brought in some board games, got $50 worth of store credit for yeah. what I sold them for. And my sale happened at the end when people like were like, all the people that I knew were buying board games already left. Twice a year. Twice a year. They call it so, their semi-annual. So like February auction. and what, like September? I don't know. I don't run the store, but it certainly happened Saturday. God damn it. Okay. Uh, but of course, they sh- you can follow them on Facebook. They announced the event way ahead of time. But going back to how you make the money, all that money gets collected by the store at that point. At that, like, after a lot has been sold, the money gets collected. That money goes basically to a gift certificate for that person to be used for merchandise in the store only. Okay, so Andy wow. owns a store. Yes. You bring in your games. Yes. I bid 20 bucks and win. I give Andy the 20 bucks and I get a gift certificate for 20 bucks? Yes. Okay. So the store basically sells a whole day's worth of gift certificates. Keep, gets to keep the money that day. Okay. And they get to move product as well. So it's a brilliant idea if you own a game store. Yeah, I guess everybody's winning in that, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. because I got a shitload of games for cheap. People got shitloads of armies for cheap. Right. Uh, but they, they pulled in thousands upon thousands of dollars that day. Wow. No doubt about it. And I picked up a little something for each of you, gentlemen. Oh, oh look at that. First off, Matt, I know you like the, the mech warrior kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I do. So here. Here's a bag of MechWarrior. Wow. That's wow, just that's just that. that's just the cards, the dice, the all that stuff. Here's the actual figures. Holy crap. And it's well, a massive you. heavy bag that's full a, of them. Like that's a 16 ounce freezer bag full of, of robot yep. bits. And that's easily a I, I easily $100 worth of Oh, definitely. figures if not more. Yes. $3 I got that for. Wow, look at that. Well, Three thank down. you. Whoa. And I also got you the Chaos Space Marines Codex. <laughs> Whoa. Well, that's perfect because yep. I do have a Chaos Army. Right? Hardcover, $5. Well, thank you, Todd. Nice. Going down memory lane for Kirsten, I bought Assault on Hoth, the Empire Strikes Back adventure board game from West End Game from the 80s. Good Lord. West End Game. That does go way back. And for you, sir, I bought you Firefly Clue, Andy. Sweet. So Shiny. And, Jeff, you're not really into games, so I didn't really get you on a thing on that one. Okay. But if you want anything in that stack, feel free. <laughs> Except for Armadi. You can't have it. All righty. <laughs> okay. Why do I live here? Fuck this. Wow. <laughs> We're all just getting along fine tonight. <laughs> so, you had such a good time. If you're in Vegas and you want to pick some games up on the cheap, War Room Games during these sales, go for it. It's amazing. Wow. Thank you, Todd. What other gigging you, things Todd. to do this week, guys? Uh, ToyCon, and that's a, oh, I want to see Black Panther. Yep. Sweet. 
we will talk movie. about that later. Yeah, Saw I figured, it a second I time. I figured. Nice. Uh, you know, one other thing I did do is finish Star Trek Discovery. Ooh, I haven't yet. Really? And it, I completely 180'd on my opinion as far as that not connecting to it and so on. By the time that story is done, it's phenomenal. Oh, yeah? Yeah. All right. It's really good. I still have this inkling feeling that it doesn't feel completely like Star Trek, but I figured out what it does feel like. It feels like somebody... I'm going to back it up a second. The Ghostbusters role-playing game had some fantastic modules and you would read the modules and you would think this would make a fantastic Ghostbusters movie this feels like someone took the Star Trek role playing game and filmed one of the best modules ever written for it to where it still feels like Trek but it still feels like it's own thing Mm -hmm. but it's it's multi-layered it is one singular story is that right. It doesn't work like Trek does in the past. It's just one story. You know, each episode follows the next, as in a lot of like the full bingeable monster stories. Right. So, yeah, I can't recommend it enough, frankly. Ooh, nice. It's really, really right. good. So it's, it's worth the price of uh, CBS Access? It's worth the price for a month of it. Because, oh. <laughs> yeah, you can, you can binge you all that here, a couple of days. You still got to hear, though. You can come and watch it here, right? Uh, for another two weeks. There you go. Two weeks. Oh, you finally got around to canceling it, huh? Well, I canceled well, it, you. but I renewed it because they sent me a discount so that I could catch the the back five episodes. Yeah. Okay. Discount. And then I've canceled it. So. <laughs> wow. Like, so thank you, CBS. Yeah. Well, I've still been building props. In fact, I've done since the last podcast. I've pulled two all nighters. Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you can't talk about any of it. <laughs> and I can't talk about Damn. any of it. But somehow, Good story, in the, Andy. somehow in the midst of all that, I managed to uh, start another uh, Pathfinder campaign. No. Or actually start starting a campaign. But all we did was sit around and, and work on characters. Well, he's playing. This is yeah. the RPG, not the board game. The RPG, yeah. Cool. That was fun. It's a whole new group of people that I haven't played role, I've done role playing with before, so... And, uh, you know, it's it's a bitch to get over to this place because, you know, it's it's a whole 500 feet away from Kirsten's house. Literally, now, literally the game is, is walking distance from Kirsten's house. Oh, there wow. You go. Now, is uh, Pathfinder, is that something you've been familiar with in the past? It, it, it looks a lot like old he's, D&D he's, does he, to me. He's played uh, 3.5. I run him through 3. And that's 5. basically what Pathfinder is. Yeah. Okay. 3.75 is okay. the joke. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, somebody a, bought the core the core rule book for Pathfinder for twenty five bucks, I think. Uh, yeah, well, and the core Star Star Wars rule book. Those books are bullet stoppers. Yes, they're of thick, gaming. Thick, well, they're seventy bu- bucks or sixty yeah, or seventy bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a. I mean, it's it's going to be a weird campaign. We got a bunch of you know. Imagine I, I, that. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's a bunch of people with weird sense of humor and. Uh, uh, we got we got a, 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 a I think it's a gnome alchemist and uh, eh, it's typical. They yeah. say that doesn't sound unusual. Uh, I'm gonna be playing a tiefling cleric. Andy's so. playing a cleric. Yeah, not a grammaton cleric. He's gonna be. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Uh, it's a it's a movie called Equilibrium. Oh, okay. I'm sure the shock monkeys know what I'm talking okay. about. Okay, there you go. That. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but could be. But I mean, was, what's weird about it is the the uh, the woman. It's a movie you should watch if you see it. The woman who's the uh, <laughs> woman who's a game master. Like she laid down the rule. Okay, you know, basic rules here. One thing I don't want to see happen in this party. I don't want any of the character player characters raping any of the other player characters. And I'm like, 
And none of us were thinking, oh, <laughs> I want to play this some serious raping in this game. Well, I didn't even want to. He right. told me but I couldn't. But now, now that you've mentioned it. <laughs> oh, God. Wait, can we rape the NPCs? Okay, See, you that's can rape, the problem with laws today. You can rape the NPCs. Well, yeah, yeah. Now, what if... Wow. Now, now, when we're not here, you're going to play our characters, right? So when you're playing our characters, other character people can rape them, right? I, I guess so. Oh, no. Uh, I <laughs> guess so. Oh, God. But yeah, it's just been a running gag. Nobody um, in the part, nobody in the room has any intention, but she must have been involved in some awful, awful group before uh, where people were raping other characters, and it's like, where's the fun in that? Oh, God. So I opened up this codex, and there is two armies already pre-made. Wow. This person had very bad... Um, Handwriting? Oh, here comes the judgment. Chaos Lord, and the name is Saint Lillian of the Festering Heart. Oh. Um, that's not a Chaos Lord name. No, and for all you people that play Warhammer, you know what I'm talking about. It's, it's got to be like, <laughs> yeah, Steve, <laughs> yeah, Steve, yeah, some guy out there. Um, oh, ooh, we got something special. You do oh, a little something special. Oh, we got a box. Illegal. You got we, illegal. We, we I got just got saw. The, yeah, we got shock monkey physical mail. Jeez, physical mail. Dear guys, mail. thanks for being great. I'm just going to end it there. Okay. That's, that's we sad. win. <laughs> all right. Yay. That's, that's all you ever need to know. <laughs> What's your, oh, you're killing Matt. Matt's dying. <laughs> What's your auction? Write to us. He's clutching, his, <laughs> he's clutching his chest like Andy. Oh, he's no, going I was all... mid-drink when you said, thanks for being awesome. Oh. I, was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what show are they listening to? <laughs> we had a moment last, one of the weeks you were here, we had a moment where we would have killed you with the drink. I can't remember what it was. We almost got, got cursed and dead. Did yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for being great. Enjoy the enclosed treats. I hope they arrive safely. Looking forward to seeing you later in the year during Scoop Fest. Mandy. Mandy. Oh, Ooh. Mandy. Mandy got us all Kinder Eggs. Not uh, just... Real Kinder Eggs. Not just Kinder Eggs, but the actual oh. non-American Kinder I'm Eggs. try so hard to choke on that thing. I'm surprised the TSA didn't not, go all over that. Only not only that. Customs. Star Wars. Ah. Uh. Kinder Surprise Eggs. So, gentlemen... What? Surprise! We're not going to open them on the show. We're not going to. What? No, no, we, we got to open no, these on the show. No, we no, we're not. Jeff, this is not one. video, God except for what you're doing. Yeah, right doing now. video right now. after the show. Oh. I was just like, yeah. well, I was going to open right. it, trying to see what the hell it was. Thank you, Mandy. I love Thank Kinder you, eggs. I love them so much, and I hate that we can't get them in America <laughs> because yeah. Americans are stupid. We, love ha- your we eggs. have them, but they're they're fake, right? They're, they, they're around now, but they're like split in half or something. That's exactly it. You you open it up, and one side has a sealed prize on it, and the other side is basically goop, like that goop you, that you like scrape a cookie through. Mm. Ew. Yeah. So it's broken. Oh, this is the yeah. proper Speaking way. Speaking of Andy, I was in Smiths this week. Mm-hmm. Tim Tams. Smiths. Says Smiths. Tim Tams. Wow. We yeah. can get Tim Tams locally now, yeah. guys. They didn't have a lot, but we have some at the house now. Great. Did, my fat gut thanks you. Didn't yeah. they have them at Cost Plus for a long time? I don't think I ever saw them there. Uh, if any, if anybody's going to have it, Cost Plus World Market would have yeah. Tim Tams. Yeah. Okay. Who did I, I think saw them there? Oh, that was Jamie. Jamie. Jamie gave you the pickle Rick. Thank yeah. you, Jamie, and the for pickle the pickle Rick. Rick. The pork. And the pork. Thank yeah. you very much. That, I that much was, appreciated. Porks are friends, not food. Oh, no, they're food. <laughs> Porgs are delicious, yeah. barbecued or roasted. Yeah, or, been, or covered with I'm, I've been seeing Andy eyeing the cat, and I'm just like, <laughs> you, can see, you can see him like looking at the barbecue. Does he start going, <laughs> I hope you guys will come down sometime and see me. 
Now and we can eat their cat. Most importantly, all right, Alf. This Saturday is the Henderson Library's Minicon. Yeah. Again, Henderson Library's Minicon this Saturday, March third, at the James I. Gibson Library, which is on Water Street in old the old Henderson that used to be Basic Nevada. Aha. So and we really yeah I didn't know that Geek Shock will be having a live podcast at one p.m. as long as I don't fuck it up. Don't fuck it up. Do we have a uh, a poster? I I have a I have a sign already. Okay. That I will be putting over the power button that <laughs> oh, says no. no. Just like in Apollo 13. No, I, no. I was something we can put online. Oh. <laughs> I mean, the, you, 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 you're you, on the right track, Jeff, because we'll, we do need that. But we can certainly screw I the webpage. I think you just screw the button down for the night. No, we. Oh, God. <laughs> And it's a sad, Are you saying I, I you want something advertised on the website? Well, that, uh, that's what. It, well, because the on, Shock Monkeys Lair already has the notification. All right. And I will make sure I forward that onto the. I'll, I'll try to. I'll try the to main web share page. that then. Yeah. But uh, uh, yeah, we can we can put it on the website. It's right across the street from the uh, casino area where your parents used to gamble at all the time. Oh, yeah, it's Steve. Uh, Skyline or Rainbow? Rainbow. Rainbow. Okay. Yeah. Wow. He could stop by and say hello. Yeah. Um, one thing I just wanted to quickly mention, you and Jeff talk about space camp. You guys do space camp. You 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 became friends at space camp. Yes. Yep. A nerdy experience. Yes. I did a, 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 a weird equivalent of that. Oh. This weekend as a job, I was working as a as a acting patient for med camp. Med camp. Actually it was called Camp Med. And, and it was kids coming in. Oh, and wow. And basically, it was an entire afternoon where they, it, it's sort of like the equivalent of a residence rotation. So they came in to uh, meet a patient and then spend the day uh, checking on the patient, doing the pathology, doing the radiology and all of that stuff, experiencing, you know, sort of like being a resident <clears throat> medical uh, doctor and then at the end they have to do a presentation on the patient's illness do they have the stressed out head surgeon job no they didn't they didn't do they didn't do any staff it was funny because actually a couple doctors talked about you know it's like be concise remember when you get your report together be you know be brief and to the point because um uh, attendings can't stand residents. <laughs> so they want you to get it out and get it done and then get out of their face. So, but it was really, they're, they're high school students. So These were ninth and 10th graders. It was Scrubs, the um, role playing game. There we go. So, um, long are you holding that in? I know. He's, Not long he, at all. He's, he, in, you know what, dude? He's, he's like angling for the episode title. So, but, um, Actually, actually, with the sleep deprivation, I, I, I really am just on the edge of not being able to control myself. Kirsten got to see just me. Just on the edge. Kirsten got to see me in some doing some stupid shit. I dragged a stretcher <laughs> through his living room, like clucking like I was doing some Mark's actually, routine. Well, <laughs> kind of, Andy, that was actually kind of pretty much what is expected of you. So. <laughs> but it was funny because he's in the backyard. He builds this stretcher, which is supposed to look like a primitive Stiggs and canvas stretcher. 
And instead of going around the house to the front to put it in his car, he comes through the house to take it to the front to his car. So he's coming through the TV room and it's bonk, bonk, Did bonk. Did you ever own a house? <laughs> no, that's the thing. Is I am I am sleep deprived, so like some of my my logic is gone. Like like last night, poor Kristen comes on at like two in the morning, like. What are you watching? I'm like, oh, oh, it's too loud. I'm sorry. Oh, shit, shit, shit. He goes, you know, I've learned that if I'm up late, I shouldn't watch anything with explosions or shooting. And I'm watching Ocean's Eleven. And so poor Kirsten's up there trying texting me mad, and I'm like, yeah, know, I'm, I'm gluing something. Yeah, together. every time it's like finally the cat shuts up, and I'm like starting to drift off, and then through my pillow, <laughs> and I'm like, God. Damn it! <laughs> I do apologize. I just, I, I, I just have so little brain right now. Though. No, you know, there's uh, like noise ordinance, like yeah. No, well, that, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's just, <laughs> it's the two bedrooms above the living room. The, the, the speakers have like really low woofer that go through the walls. Like, it, yeah, with typical American woofers. tissue paper thin walls, mm. so it just goes right through. Uh, yeah, Vernon was entertained because Andy came home sleep deprived. Uh, from working uh, on the thing he isn't talking about, and he sat down with Drunken DVD Night, and it was like um, it was it was like he had had a drink or two or three <laughs> or, or, or four. <clears throat> he was totally spacey out, so it was. A, oh shit! Did I? What'd you do? That's okay. He's pinned in there, so okay. be careful not to jab yourself. Yeah, I, uh, I, I knocked yeah, him over. Yeah, the safety pin. You're fine. All right. No, it's push pins. And another push pin. Right. Y- you'll live. Okay, so that was that story. So yeah, Club Med, uh, um, Camp Med, <laughs> Club Med. <laughs> I wish I'd worked Club Med. Yeah. Maybe get Club laid. Med would be nice. But um, yeah, it was funny. It was funny. These kids uh, being medical students. Anything else, gentlemen? Sure, Andy. No, what we really. don't finish here, which will be a lot of it. We will continue on with the live show this Saturday, mm-hmm. which I plan on also putting up on. Geek Shock. So if you aren't able to attend live, as long as I don't fuck it up, I will also be posting that show as well. Don't don't shake your head at me. We're going to watch you with that button like a hawk, man. <laughs> and Andy's going to step on the power yeah. uh, strip and turn it all off. No, I'm just going to tip the table by accident. I just finished cross-posting the, uh, the thing to all of our various pages and the first thing that pop the first comment pops up says jake says make sure todd pushes the button jeffrey say it yeah <laughs> so wow. yeah i've earned that i've earned Push that and watch your language k fucking yeah. a i learned my lesson so so that night i have to admit guys definitely say push the push the button frank oh yes. yeah push the button frank so basically folks on saturday at about two no 153 pacific time Flood Todd with texts. Uh, what are we telling him? Don't push the button. Push the button. Don't push. Push the button. The button. <laughs> push the button before you unplug it. Before you don't. Yeah, that's a long text. It is. This isn't. It doesn't. Work. It doesn't flow. It's, push it's, the button. Frank is enough. <laughs> I'll I'll get one of the, I'll get like a taser or something to shock him if I see him start to reach for the power no, cord. No, just shock him. <laughs> Andy too. too. Yeah, just for fun. You gotta, you yeah, gotta just, shock the monkey. Yeah, if you're gonna, if you're gonna do it this, if you're gonna do it this week to do it. I won't notice much. Well, one thing. Make you, sure you get some sleep before Saturday. <laughs> oh, I am gonna sleep like you, a. You know what? Fucking rock tonight. Don't. <laughs> I, I don't have to just be on. Stay the, up. I don't just have to be on the floor until like one up. tomorrow. So I'm gonna get you I'm some get Red out Bull. Here and sleep in that big Good. giant Luxor bed, looking at the Sphinxster. 
Gonna get you the sphincter. Yeah, my window looks straight out of the back end of the sphinx. Right out of the back end of the so sphinx. So it wasn't. Huh? It wasn't a Freudian slip. You actually. No, it is a sphincter. Yeah. That's what he thinks. Actually, this morning he woke up. The cat was on his chest <laughs> with its ass uh. in his face. He, he's just. I must be a deluxer. Oh. I have a friend that has a problem. That same problem with with one of his cats. Like cat he always butts? wakes up with the cat's ass in his face. I woke and up once just cat sitting on my that chest. The cat does not break wind when he notices them. Yeah, well, trust me, he don't want it to shit. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Uh, as I said in the middle of that, I woke up once with a cat shitting on my chest. I think that cat loved you. <laughs> <laughs> that that was the cat that we traumatized. Well, cats never forget. Did, cats never did you traumatize forget. it before, before it gave you the Cleveland steamer Cleveland? or after? <laughs> after, I think. <laughs> what you think? think? It's all it all flows together. We had <laughs> oh, it all flows together. We had a cat named Bob. Well, that's your problem. What Bob. the fuck? <laughs> and a cat named Germ that had ringworm. Thanks, Bob. And Bob, I, 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 we lived in the third floor, and I used to go down in the basement to paint. And I went down in the basement to paint, and came up, and then like we couldn't find Bob for like two weeks. And then at some point, somebody said, "Has he looked in the basement?" And we found Bob down in the basement who'd been living in the basement, like in the rafters for two weeks, eating God knows what. And I'm horrified. And, and right he was now. like he was like he was like a Nam vet after that. He was like <laughs> He was he was he was not a great cat before that, but he definitely the crazy went off the edge. We just assumed he'd just run off the balcony or something, but yeah. <laughs> oh, God. There was some deep crazy in Bob at that point. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Just giving you a sitting on your chest. I know what you like. <laughs> <laughs> I got something for you. You're going to paint? I love the smell of cat poop in the morning. <laughs> you smell that? You smell that? It smells like victory. That's what I ate for two weeks. <laughs> Look at all these brown hues. In brown. <laughs> Some deep umber. Oh. <laughs> uh. Sounds like you were the one that got more traumatized there, Andy. <laughs> no, I felt bad about the cat being trapped down there, but the cat was dumb as a box of rocks to begin with. So The, the first time an animal would shit on me would be the last time <laughs> this animal would ever shit. <laughs> well, before we talk Black Panther... <laughs> <laughs> wow. 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 And because that I was, have, that was because, a horrific segue. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I was about to say. And because I don't want to curse this weekend, uh, let's get rid of some news you don't give a shit about. Yay. What did we, what did we say? <laughs> what did we say at the we podcast? We've broken him. We have broken him. No, two, two nights of all nighters have broken me. I, what, did we, what did we say at the podcast last year when we did the uh, news you don't give a don't, darn about or something like that? You don't care about? I yeah. don't know. But the night before the podcast, no sleep for you. <laughs> I'm going to get you some Red Bull. I'm going to get you some Jolt. Can we just get me drunk instead? That's much much less painful. I have some caffeine gum in my car. <laughs> so 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 you between now and then you have to get the Beastie Boys and and no. then put Henderson over the Brooklyn. Brooklyn. No yeah. no sleep, sleep till basic Henderson. <laughs> <laughs> just like you did with that one song in the intro that one time. Yeah. <laughs> News you don't give a shit about, Joss Whedon is leaving the solo Batgirl project he's been working on for nearly a year at the studio. Whoa. 
Uh, quote, Batgirl is such an exciting project and Warner's DC such collaborative and supportive partners that it took me months to realize I really didn't have a story. Oh. Whedon said to The Hollywood Reporter in a statement. I read that, yeah. Quote, I'm grateful to DC President Jeff Johns and Warner's Picture Group President Tony Emmerich and everyone who was so welcoming when I arrived so and so understanding when I dot, 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 uh, is there a sexier word for failed? Unquote. The last reports about Batgirl were back in late November, reassuring fans that he was still attached as writer-director. Whether this means the project is dead or just wanting for a new creative leader is still up in the air. Stories from last summer say Warner Brothers wasn't interested in making a Batgirl movie until Whedon pitched it. So the project itself may be finished. Oh. So, yeah, we- Whedon's left because... Apparently, his pitch didn't include a story. Um, huh. I'm a little confused by this. His pitch. You, you saw what I did with Marvel? Yeah. All right. Thanks. I'll do it. <laughs> remember, <laughs> I still, I, remember during the Batman movie where Batman and Robin had nipples? Batgirl. That was his pitch. I've, I've read that. I've read two different articles that said that, had that quote, rather. And I still think there's more to it than that. I think there was something else going on, but that's just Whedon trying to take the high road and leave and try to make Warner still look good. It's the only thing I can think of. Because some Warner executive said, can you put in a part where Batman and Batgirl have sex before she gets her spine broken? Yeah. Um, you know He's what? on fire. I'd take it back. I want him to have as much sleep as possible. Yes. <laughs> as much sleep. That was just a that was his poor attempt I've at won. referencing the modification to the story and the killing joke for the cinematic. I saved myself. Release. I can sleep now. <laughs> God, Matt. This is when we need the Matt Cam. News <laughs> uh, you don't give a shit about. Yay. Marvel is making another attempt to revamp its comics division with the Fresh Start initiative in May. In a promotional... Otherwise known as everybody quit except for these three guys. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You get one per episode and that was it right there. That was good. In a promotional video, the publisher promises new series, new creative teams, new directions, and new beginnings. Uh, this means turning a bunch of comics back to issue number one. Oh, God. Didn't they do that already? If this feels familiar, you're not wrong. This is the second major Marvel, Marvel initiative over the last year following Marvel Legacy. However, according to editor Tom Brevoort, Legacy has been building to fresh start all along, and the publisher will maintain dual numbering on issues for both relaunches. Eh? even in light of rumors that legacy numbers would be phased out. Arguably, this could get confusing for readers. But if Marvel plans on keeping both numbering systems, they must have all the math worked out, right? Sure. In order to avoid boggling the minds of the audience. Quote, new fresh ideas, new fresh creators, says Jeff... uh, Chief Creative Officer J- Joe Casada <laughs> in the video. Jeff Joe Jeff. Casada. <laughs> Jeff Joe. <laughs> Yo, Jeff Joe. Jeff what Joe. What you got planning for the night? Jeff Joe is a little used redneck name. He needs to come back. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Joe. 
quote, we really are taking that perspective, which is if you haven't read a comic before, if you're an old lap, you might like this. He gets two. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, you, you, you're pacing yourself, Andy, and it's better. <laughs> so I keep napping in between this. <laughs> they mentioned one of those all-nighters last night. <laughs> if you're an old, lapsed fan and want to come back, it's a perfect opportunity to do it. Because these stories, as I say, they start at start... And they're great jumping-off points. They start at start. That's what he says. Start yeah. at start. <laughs> I, I feel completely confident in his writing. <laughs> so He's if an artist. you're looking to get into Marvel Comics but didn't know where to start, I guess this seems like this a good place. The start at the start. The start where you start. The just, start. Just like last time. Uh, among the new stories is a newly forged Avenger comic from Jason Aaron and Ed McGinnis featuring new members like She-Hulk Ghost Rider and Black Panther. Aven- so, Avengers? Avengers. She-Hulk. Ghost Rider and Black, Black Panther. Panther. Amongst others, I assume. I assume it's not just those three. Yeah, no, it's not. Because that, that be, sounds like Defenders. Could this be Fallout from them moving so much talent into Marvel Studios? No, they really did lose their whole uh, they, they really did lose their whole creative team. They have a brand new editor-in-chief now. <laughs> so. Where'd they all go? DC? Um, some of them did go to DC. Bendis, some of the yeah, some of the writers and artists. Bendis Robinson, uh, when uh, he was doing a signing at I wonder why what happened at uh, Ralph's. I spoke to him and he was just like, "Yeah, I'm going to DC now." And because I was like, "I love Starman." Fuck Marvel. Starman's amazing. And he's like, "Well, I'm back at DC. Be sure to be on the lookout for blah 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 blah." And so so yeah, they, you know what they need to do. They need to stop with the exclusive contracts mm. and just let. Th- yeah, no, I right. You agree. <laughs> it was just a moan of. <laughs> I couldn't tell if it was joy. Yeah. <laughs> if he was eating something. I think he was snoring and it just came across as a, a, cat, a cat shit on his chest. I couldn't tell what yeah. happened. Oh, gee. But um, they should get rid of exclusive contracts and just. just Fucking let the creators bip and bop back and forth between the two goddamn companies and just let them do their work and stuff. We can't have that. Okay. Companies can't work together. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay. It's, it, d- dude, eventually. Eventually, Disney. A DC writer walks into a, walks a, into bar. a room. <laughs> walks into a bar. <laughs> the Highlander thing goes and like, where the hell are the other guy? <laughs> it's a Marvel guy sitting at the bar. There can be only one. <laughs> yep. And then Disney will buy Warners and there you go. Yeah. No, you don't give a shit about. McDonald's is making up f- to the Rick and Morty fans of oh, this I universe. I don't give a shit about this. By bringing back Szechuan sauce today. 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 Monday, oh. February 26th. Oh. The sauce caused a bit of trouble across the country back in October when locations didn't have enough supply to meet demand. So wait, this is news they would have given a shit about we're telling them a day late? I think it's in news you don't give a shit about because of how poorly they handled yeah. it last uh, time. Because the whole thing's ridiculous. Is it, it, really is, is it out now? Is it out it's like... It's supposed to be. It, yes. As if today, it is supposed to be. Oh, out. is it there for a while? Like, or like, like while we're sitting here, you could be going to McDonald's and getting Szechuan. Let's go. No. Fine. People waited in ridiculously Ooh. long lines only to be told that McDonald's had run out of their limited supply of sauce. 
Even the police were called in some situations to keep disgruntled fans at bay. By the time the whole affair had taken place, McDonald's realized its mistake and promised that more sauce would be forthcoming. And now they're fulfilling that promise with 20 million sauce packets. Yes, mistake in air quotes. Yes. (laughs) Quote, McDonald's is making it right and fans will be able to get the sauce with qualifying purchase distributed across every restaurant in the U.S. Qualify? While supplies left. In other words, get their damn chicken fingers. You have to, oh, get, oh, you okay. have, you have to get the chicken fingers or chicken McNuggets, yeah. basically. Okay, all right. Yeah. Well, I, I, I did see that. I d- read that. Duh! Like, yeah. It's because they don't want assholes going in. Could I just get a packet of sauce? Yeah. Here's a, here's a get quarter. That. They'll get it. They will get it. But oh, you're planning on that, huh, Matt? No, That's what you're going to no, do? I don't care about the Szechuan sauce. <laughs> Now, in showing some humor toward the whole controversy, quote-unquote, the company also partnered with Studio Gizmodo and Onion Labs to produce an investigative podcast called uh, The Sauce. The three episodes of the podcast delve into the backlash of that fateful October day, featuring interviews with McDonald's corporate executives and Chef Mike, angered sauce lovers, and electronic DJ Deadmau5. Uh, you can listen to the podcast at wewantthesauce.com. We want the sauce. The McDonald's Szechuan sauce was released in late 1990s as a tie-in to Disney's Mulan. Dan Harmon and Justin Roiland brought, uh, brought the forgotten condiment back into the public eye with the first episode of Rick and Morty's third season, The Rick Shank Redemption. Say that again. No. By the end of the episode... A crazed Rick tells Morty that he'll stop at nothing to get the sauce, even if it takes nine seasons. So wow. that's the story of why this is all happening. Now, that's cool. So 20 million sauce packets, as long as you're somewhat quick about it, you could probably get it now. So that's right. what, 20 per store? <laughs> I have no yeah, idea. Really. Last, last I knew, there's like 14,000 McDonald's worldwide. So. Can we just... Pause it and we'll go get some now. It's right around the corner. No, I have to go to bed early tonight. Fine. There's no no pausing the show now. This show goes on. So no games tonight either? Man. No. Fine. Nope. Kicking you all out. You know, I, I'm looking at that beholder and I'm realizing if Andy leans back and bonks the uh I already I already epic. made that that clear and he says it's secure. So Oh. Uh, no, I I was saying we could have an unfortunate accident. <laughs> we can Make it. Happen. I mean, just look at that mouth, and it just tips forward and falls. And that is a vicious maw. It is vicious that, maw. Not doing is the, the word. Mr. Bean turkey thing for the rest of the episode. It even has, <laughs> even has all, the, the all the humor of this episode would just be gone. <laughs> would just be dead. There'd be no more funny. So no Rick and Morty Szechuan sauce on eBay as of yet. Well, yet you should be able to get it. Period. I know, but I want to see these stupid idiots. Oh, I see. Who, who think that we <laughs> yeah. can't? Yeah. It's the new sauce. God, Matt's Matt's faith in humanity is... This is uh, there's none. I, th- I thought I was the cynic of the group, and clearly no. I'm not cynical enough. Listen, it Jeff, depends where's on whether the asteroid? Bring it on. It depends <laughs> on whether it's Dr. <laughs> Canada or chance. Mr. Ford. Wait, 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 wait. Everyone's oh. talking. Blah, 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 blah. I said it depends on whether it's Dr. Canada or Mr. Ford is in charge right now. No. <laughs> No. I thought Canadians were supposed to be uber positive all the time. Right. Oh. The gray. But, but, but when the Florida side of Matt is in charge, then it's just Listen, evil. we had our go. We Matt, fucked it up. Matt is okay, the frost. Pave it all. Pave it all. Okay. Wow. <laughs> wow. Matt is the frosted mini wheat of North America. Yeah. Oh, I used to love the cinnamon. They don't have those anymore. <laughs> 
Cinnamon we can geek. Canadians. What was the what was the Family Guy one? He's like, the frosted side brings out the kid in me, and the wheat side makes me realize what of a miserable bastard I've become, or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> a TV show based on Stephen King's Dark Power books. Dark power. Jesus. Dark Sorry power. To get late. Good job, Andy. Done. You have the dark power. It's gone airborne once again. Oh, yeah. And he holds up like the, the, the revolver. <laughs> or a sausage. Based on Stephen King's Dark Tower books is on its way to Amazon. The show itself, the show itself is old news as former Walking Dead showrunner Glenn Mazzara became attached to the project around the time of the movie's release in theaters. It was also announced that it would follow a prequel narrative down from the fourth book in the series, Wizard and Glass. Amazon scooped up the rights to Dark Tower along with series orders based on Tolkien's Lord of the Rings, Robert Jordan's Wheel of Time, Larry Niven's Ringworld, mm. Greg Rucka and artist Michael Lark's Lazarus, uh. and Neil Stevenson's Snow Crash. While the Dark Tower movie was uh, a standalone mosh of King's Eight books, kind of. The show will be... If you like that, you might like. The TV show will be more faithful to the original novel. Quote, it's very closely adhering to the Wizard and Glass novel and parts of the Gunslinger novel, the film's director, Nicolas Arcel, told IndieWire over the summer. Arcel and co-screenwriter Anders Thomas Jensen co-wrote the pilot script and will oversee production on the show with Mazzara. Akiva Goldsman, who had been tapped to write the script when the series was sent up to Universal, will now executive produce, with Ron Howard and Brian Grazer executive producing. So Dark Tower TV series is happening, and it's happening at Amazon, of all places. It's going to make you happy, huh? They're not going to have Idris, are they? I I doubt it very much. He might make a cameo, but yeah, you're right. They probably won't have him. Right. No one knows what to expect at this point yeah. with the Dark right. Tower. All bets are off, but I'm willing to give it a go, mm. especially with this well, promise you, of faithfulness. You need more time, right, to really tell that story, right? This is true. Wizard of Glass is a so. thick novel, but it's also a singular story in the Dark Tower universe and probably the most cinematic story of, of the book series, so I can see that working. We'll see. Okay. We'll see. Okie dokie. The UK's Thorpe Park. That's a amusement park. Ah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Announced that its new zombie-themed roller coaster would be the world's first ride based on AMC's The Walking Dead. You'll pass the Alexandria Safe Zone and the Prison Watchtower as you zoom past zombies in a quest for survival, but you won't just see them. Speaking with The Independent, the Rise creative director John Burton said, quote, We have incorporated the latest in special effects, lighting, smells, and even touch elements to create a terrifying, unique atmosphere. Unquote. Did we not ride on something on the Fremont Street thing? They're wrong. It's at least the second one. It's, uh, it's a sort of ride, but more of an immersive experience. This, I'm thinking they're saying, is an actual ride ride. It's a roller like, coaster. Yeah. Splitting hairs there. No. It's a roller coaster. It's just no hair splitting. We were on a thing that was moving. It was bouncing. It was 3D. It wasn't a roller coaster. That was a motion yeah, simulator a, and it yeah. was it was not it I mean ah, it was shitty. 
Uh, then, then there was that. Wow. Apparently. <clears throat> uh, and apparently it's going to be intense that those under 13 won't be allowed on the ride. There you go. See? I'm all for that. Quote, it's 15 out of 10 on the scare s- scale. Burton. <laughs> <laughs> it's so scare scary. Scale. Todd almost couldn't say <laughs> We, I believe their scale is broken. We are combining <laughs> physical and digital effects because it's going to be dark. So we're going to make it make the most of that. The dark. <laughs> oh, sure. We broke Torgo. Who the hell wrote these? <laughs> this is quoting him. It is FPR group. <laughs> does, does the ride start at the start? The darkness acted as a canvas for us, unquote. <laughs> oh. The coaster isn't the only Walker-themed ride during the park's year of the Walking Dead campaign, as zombie hunts and an outdoor escape environment, like a haunted house with a park full of zombies, has been announced as well. The ride opens this Easter. (laughs) (laughs) All right. They get points for that. (laughs) That was good. I enjoy that. That's good. (laughs) And apparently there's actors on this coaster. They, I, my understanding is the coaster stops at certain points, and so and the zombies wow. come out after you. So, Cursed? This is what I'm understanding. Yeah, I know. I got to get yeah. my resume together. Yeah. So all the way to the UK. All the way. All the way. I'll get my work right. visa right before Brexit. Mm. So I'm going to stop the news here. <laughs> but after lunch. Uh-oh. News will continue on the live show as well as red light, green light, and okay. we're going to want audience op- audience opinion on that as well. All right. So, but now is the point where if you have not seen Black Panther or have had it shit on your chest, you will have to turn off the show. The Wakandan steamer. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, here we go. You will have to turn off the show if you do not want the movie spoiled because we will be talking about it with everything on the table. So, at this point, you have been warned. Spoilers ahead. Join us again once you have seen the movie. Gentlemen, in depth, what did you think of Black Panther? Winter Soldier was better. Yeah, no, it was, it was a, wow, it was a very good movie. It was a very good movie, but it's not the best Marvel movie no, by a long Soldier shot. Is. It's a good movie. It's a very good movie, but it's not the best. It's, Winter it's, Soldier is hard to unseat because of... The twist that nobody saw coming, and and all of the stuff that happened What's in that twist? film, that really kind of changed the MCU moving forward. So yeah. that's that's hard to unsee. It was a really good film, it was a really good story. Um, the color palette was just breathtaking. I mean, just amazing. Yeah. I I will say, having thought about it a little bit, some of the CG work was disappointing considering that this was a big budget marvel movie it didn't detract from it because at in in the moment watching the film i was really enjoying it like what but then uh well specifically like when the two uh when the black panther and uh the golden jaguar i think is killmonger Killmonger. Killmonger. but he he had a name it was the golden something anyway mm. i'll have to go back golden steamer (laughs) when they're fighting in that that Train subterranean train track. Yeah, sub. It just Terranian? looked. <laughs> the vibranium mine. It, it, it looked very CG. Okay. It didn't look like two motion capped individuals with a CG suit on. It looked very CG. Um, but again, it's, it's, a, it's a minor gripe. But uh, How dare you talk? <laughs> 
there, there was another one that I was road. thinking of yeah. too, but off the top of my head, it's it's escaping me right now. Movie Bob, movie Bob, kind of kind of. Did he talk that about up. that too? He, he talked to me. He was actually a little disappointed in the effect. Oh, it's the it's the the car flip scene, the one that was in the trailer. Because mm-hmm. I remember uh, the other the reason I bring that particular one up is because I was reading an article with one of the CG artists um, from because they had like thirteen um, CG um, effects companies. Oh yeah, seen on them this on film yeah. at the end. Wait, and, wait and this for was, that final yeah. bit. Seeing those effects company, some of them with like five employees. Yeah. So this is this is a symptom of modern cinema in general. It's like they want more and more and more effects. Like, you know, it used to be you'd have 450 effect shots or so in a movie. Now you're talking like 2,000 effect shots, and no one company can fit them all or fit them all in the schedule in the allotted time. So you start farming them out to other companies, and some of them do early renders and submit that because they know that they're going to have to fix it for like the Blu-ray release. So what you're seeing on the big screen is not finished product. What? Oh, wow. yeah. So, so they're oh, making yeah. movies like video games. Yes. Wow. Yes, they're releasing the patch for the home release. It's 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 a disgusting part of the cinema industry. But I'm getting off track right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, the reason I brought that particular one up is because um, when this CG artist who was working on the film saw the clip in the trailer, you know, where the the black panther dives over the car that flips and then lands on the other car he's like wow that's that's really bad early render but well maybe that's just a pre-render they used for the for the trailer and it'll be fixed for the film and it wasn't and they said they were just mortified seeing that and there, huh. it's yeah it just that and like stuff like what happened with uh justice league and so forth with the digital mustaching mustache removal and so forth is it's really there. sad that you know, especially now when you can have people with a five hundred dollar uh, computer do this mustache removal much easier. But again, it's a really it was a really good film. I liked the story a lot. Um, it was gorgeous. Like I said, color palette and just amazing. Yeah. Looking I, at that, having seen it now, I completely agree with all the non-spoiler stuff you guys were saying last week. Uh, when you're talking about it being. Uh, None of the uh, uh, the uh, supporting characters were were foils. Yeah, they right. they all had they something important right. to do. It was every character felt fleshed out in their own way, right. and none that, of them was like you know a weak character that needed to be saved by the right. the main character. Right. I mean, all the and all of the villains had reasonable reasons for what they were doing. Yeah. In fact, I'd say this is one of the most complex villains they've had. Absolutely. For a Marvel movie, and and right. and, and and Michael B. Jordan. Yes. Knock the shit out of it. No he was, kidding. He was good. He Claw's was. a little two-dimensional, but, you know, he's Claw. But now, um, the gorilla guy, uh, isn't Man-Ape like a villain of Black Panther? Oh, I don't know, man. He's been like, in the he's comic. He's supposed yeah. to be, yeah. But he was like a joking, like, I'll help you kind of buddy in the film. Well, I tried to kill him at first, but then, yeah. But once, once it they, doesn't mean that that isn't open for later. Yeah, I mean it. Yes, it yeah. was it was an it was a loose alliance Jimbaku, in that particular the, battle. His name Himbaku Jimbaku. I don't know because they they kind of made it a point when they were doing the uh, the prologue that you know they were part of the went off on their own the golden age of Wakanda, but they moved yeah. off because they didn't want to be part of this coalition of the five. So. Mm-hmm. Shuri, yeah, I'm trying to think what else. Letitia Wright as Shuri, basically the Q. Yeah, right. Wakanda. Yeah, right. that, that I did enjoy that part where 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 early on in the movie it suddenly became like Wakanda and James Bond. 
Yes. Yeah. And and I I've absolutely fell in love with her in this movie. Oh, I, I, I love, love that the, character. I love the foreshadow when she said, "Great, another white man I have to repair." Yes. And we're like, "What?" And then you got the stinger at the very end, and you're like, "Oh shit, yeah!" Well, because Bucky was sent to Wakanda. It's well, but see, at the end of uh, Civil War, he was frozen. They put him back on ice. Yes, so until they we didn't fig- know what he did. Until they, they did figure with out, they sent him yep, to Wakanda. They sent him to Wakanda. He's yep. gonna get a vibranium arm. Please say he's gonna get a vibranium mm. arm. But interesting enough, he was called White Wolf. Yes, at the end there, and yeah, is that, that another character I'm not familiar with? If it's it's obviously they're doing something different with it, but that mm-hmm. is a character in uh, Black Panther, a, a a white boy that was brought up in Wakanda. Okay. So so this is the MCU version mm, of that. Yeah, that'd character. be interesting. But it seems like interesting. But, but again, don't know how much of that is just a a nudge to the fans or right right because mm-hmm. it was the kids just calling him that. Yeah, might just be the little Nick nickname for their pet white boy. Perhaps. So that was, yeah. I it, would I've, have loved to have seen more of Wakanda, though. Because when you got that sweeping shot as the ship comes in and you see this massive, I, I don't, I think calling it a city is not, it's not enough because it just it sprawled out right. into into the the horizon. At one and point, it pans back by a building and and there's a grass hut built into the building. Uh, yeah, yeah. All of the the uh, traditional African stylizations on these ultra futuristic buildings were. I yeah, I loved looking at that. Yeah. I think the, the I would have loved to have seen more because you know all we saw was like a small street scene and then all the the main buildings that that you know the main characters occupy. So it would have been nice to see some of the other, you know, areas of the city up close. That would have been nice. Well, you got to see some like marketplaces and stuff like that. Yeah. As well, that's what I'm saying. You know, the street and the marketplace and yeah. and her lab, and then the 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 throne room, I guess, if you will. Yeah, I really enjoyed all the strong female characters. And oh my goodness, yeah. yeah. Um, shoot, uh, hit the captain of his guard, uh, the general. She was amazing. Yeah. I've seen her in other things too, and thought she was very talented. But just I, I was amazed at how much I liked her character in this movie. Just she just, yeah, I want her perfect. To be, I want her to be Black Panther for a while. It's like it's like <laughs> it's like you don't even want to call her a supporting character because no. yeah she, yeah she is a supporting character, but she had every right to be a lead role. Mm-hmm. It was nice how they were how they were developed, and uh, <clears throat> and they're. Just, just that they all had their moments to be really badass too, and and no compromise. Like like Andy was mentioning when I talked about, you get those stupid moments where they spend all movie making the female character pretty badass and a great supporter, and then they punk her right at the end to give the hero someone to rescue, and it was just like, why? It's you know. It, but it, yeah, they didn't do that in this yeah, one. In no, fact, no, no. she she punked her husband in the thing at the yeah. end. He's, yeah. he's charging at her on the rhino, and the, the she just stand, She swoops yeah. in to, to, to just save right uh, there. the other guy that and, was and down. She, and she was holding her own while her and three other of the guard were holding their own against the main bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. So, right. it, was, yeah. it was five. One of them got her th- throat slit. Wow. Yeah. That was, uh, yeah. And the one person who did get kind of, you know, threatened was Shuri, which kind of makes sense because she's like the least warrior of the bunch. She's the t- lab tech. Right. So, so that when that happened, I was sort of like, yeah, okay, that actually kind of works and everything. So, and, and then, and the way she plays that character, 
she's defiant right at the end you know she's spitting in his eyes he's about to do the do the deed and then panther knocks him over and the way she reacts she's instantly in the moment you know giving him advice you know uh and and available to help him which was just it was it was was just nicely structured, nicely paced, and I really it's like this in Fury Road. It'd be so cool if this sort of thing kind of you know has an influence where you see more of that in uh, action films going forward. And speaking of action, that last battle, I was thrilled during that. I, I just love the action when the rhinos came out. And yes. I've just had so much fun in that battle scene. And I can't think of a Marvel film. The only one I can think of that has as much fun in the battle scene is the center point of Civil War. Mm -hmm. So much going on and so many people with actual motivation. Yes. Yeah. And it all took place in a little field in Wakanda. And that was it. At the beginning of the film, the whole lead up, I'm like, this movie is moving a little slow. But it's doing it on purpose because it's just building all these characters mm-hmm. up for that final culmination to the point that when that culmination happened, I'm like, yes. Right. So. And then yeah. there's subversion. I mean, we talked about women. <clears throat> there's also it's it's kind of funny when you think about uh, Martin Freeman as Agent Ross. And he's basically playing the role of the secondary you know, non-white character in a lot of action movies where he provides a little exposition. He shows up to do the one cool thing. He's Felix Leitner. You know. Okay. Well, um, it's, it's not even it's not yeah. even that. It's not even that. It's 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 all of those all of those. Um, I mean, Leitner gets used that way, but it's it's all of those characters that it's part of that that secondary support. He actually is used just like other action movies use him. But the fact that he's the white guy and this is a whole bunch of black folk, mm-hmm. actually right there is a major is a major turnaround. And that American accent freaked me out. Yeah. <laughs> it, I was I was I, I it was Dude, weird. Don't you know it's it's a prerequisite to be British? You need to be able to speak American in right, right. films or TV shows. Yeah. So we keep losing all our best roles to them damn Brits. There you go. <laughs> I actually heard that quote one time and I was cracking up. Uh, I just totally rem- uh, realized something. Uh, Okoye, who is the the captain of the guard, was Michonne from Walking Dead. Oh. What? Yes, yeah. I, I just, didn't even realize just that. Just totally blew, and, blew and my course, mind I'm until just now right going, now. Of course she is. I just because I, I was sitting there, I was like, oh yeah, I recognize her, and I I know I've seen her. In I was like, else. I know. Yeah, mother. Yeah, wow. I just I just I really had a, a total moment here looking at the the IMDb page. Going, total moment. I should have known this. Yeah, and didn't. I'm happy. I'm very happy right yeah. now. That's funny. I watched, uh, it was actually interesting, uh, a segment Trevor Noah had Lupita Nyong'o on uh, as a guest. So it's like they're two black people, and they're actually two Africans, and they're talking about this. And um, it was just interesting listening to them talk about it from that kind of perspective because they're both in America and they're both working in America and everything like that. But it was, it was, it was their own perspective there. One of the things, uh, she mentioned that I didn't even think about was no woman in the movie had their hair straightened. All of the arrogant women, the only 
moment you had was when Okoye was wearing that the, the wig, that wig yep. and she just couldn't stand it. And, you know, uh, Lupita even makes the joke about, oh, just, just whip your head around and stuff like that and all <laughs> that. Yeah. And it was just funny. And cause it, it was funny, too, because the wig did look fucking ridiculous. Yeah. It, 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 and when I first saw it, I just started laughing because it was like an obvious play on... On a number of different things, the character having the shave head as well as the the, the racial aspect and everything, the aesthetic was was just amazing. I found out that those uh, blankets that they're wrapped in, mm-hmm. those are actual um, blankets uh, from uh, Lesotho. Um, uh, I think I think that's a, oh shit, is that a country in? Malawi, or is that a country? Isn't that a city? Oh fuck! Well, great. I grew up with an American education. I have no idea. Yeah, but He's it, like Africa, what? But uh, yeah, <laughs> derp. Um, but they're actual. So they're actual the blankets. You can actually go to a website and buy those blankets. They just bought those blankets directly from the the store from the company for the characters. Lusitu so Aras. those actual um, designs that. You know, take a nap and uh, designs and everything are, are, back are back again so are back again are are available it's really back again it's really it, it yeah it, it's hard for us to say this because we're coming from a serious white boy perspective but right all the african the dancing the tribal stuff the costume stuff it just felt real it felt like it was actually it didn't feel like only these primitive you know people it felt like a culture felt like a tradition right right and a lot of that comes just from the fact that these are people informed it's not just white folk being mindful Mm -hmm. you know whether it's kugler or his whole staff it's people who who actually uh work with those aesthetics or have the connections to meet people with that and and in some cases i i was reflecting on i wondered how much a white director a white writer could have actually done this or even gotten away with it, right? Because you had some things like like just the little shoulder, the shoulder dance thing, mm-hmm. or when they're going, when they're heading towards uh, his, his big challenge and they're doing, uh, they're doing the traditional dances. I could see, I, looking at that, I could just see a, a, a white uh, leadership, director, etc., creating all that and it being a problem mm-hmm. as opposed to just being kind of in it just felt more informed the most the the, the biggest one that stood out to me was the uh, gorilla tribe and the bark oh you yeah know, the, hur, hur, hur. i want to you know could a white director and writer have actually gotten away with something like that You know, having having a group of character, no matter how seriously you treat it, have them do that and actually and actually it be, you know, it it come across as mindful. I'm not so sure. I honest because I'm I'm listening to that when it was going on. And I was like, wow, that's that's a choice where uh, um, a non-white director or more specifically African and, 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 you know, African descent can make this choice and it will work and it will be it will be a good choice where I don't I don't know that you know it could work out any other way I really liked uh, T'Challa's journey through you know becoming king and and realizing that 
you know, everything that he had, you know, been brought up to believe and so forth turned out to really not be true. You know, he, he believed in his father being this great man who apparently had done this really horrible thing. Um, you know, the country of Wakanda being, you know, so isolationist and creating that which almost destroyed it. Because, mm. you know, you know, uh, Killmonger makes the perfect point. He's like, he's like, you had the power to do something when colonists were taking our ancestors as slaves and you did nothing. And it's something that he hadn't considered, you know, about, you know, this wonderful nation of Wakanda and how great we are. And then suddenly realizing, look at all these things that we did to keep ourselves secret from the rest of the world when we could have actually done something, which com completely changes his, his view of, you know, he was lined up to kind of do more of the same, you know, be isolationist, not do anything that would put Wakanda, you know, in jeopardy and to completely get turned around and say, we are going to do something. We are going to make the world a better place and announcing that in front of the United Nations at the end. I, I really liked that journey of that character. It's a really strong political message. In it. Well, yeah, a few yeah. of them. Exactly. One, uh, one thing I liked about this as a Marvel movie is that it didn't shove Marvel movie in your face. There wasn't like, until that end stinger, yeah. you really didn't have any other Marvel stories coming into this. Right. But by the end of this movie, the Marvel universe is completely changed. Right. Yeah. Because now Wakanda is out there. Vibranium is a known entity. And that can move Marvel in a whole interesting direction as mm -hmm. a MCU entity itself. Right. Well, and they've already said that there's, you know, you know, the management doesn't seem to know, or maybe they do know, and they're just not saying where Phase Four is going to go. But you know, a lot of the critics have made the point, and it's like they have to change something for Phase Four because everything's going to end at the end of this Phase Three here. Sure. That, because that, once once Infinity War Part Two is done. Most of your your actors are no longer under contract. Um, Apparently, in the Thor Ragnarok Blu-ray that's coming up, mm -hmm. there is, of course, amongst the extras, a, an interview, uh, and I can't remember with which producer. Um, not Feige. It might be Feige. I'm not sure, but he states outright that Infinity Wars Part One and Two closes up every single open yeah. storyline within the MCU thus far. And yeah, that's all the, of it. it. He says, if it's open, as of those two movies, it's closed. Yeah, because it's, it's almost like, you know, wiping the slate clean for whatever they decide to do, if they call it Phase 4 or whatever they decide to call it moving forward. Were you, you talked about this, like, a couple weeks ago. You think it's going to be all Cosmos, right? Like, after that, Phase 4, like the... Cosmic entities. Sorry, I don't know. that's what I meant. I, I, I'd like that, but I don't know. I mean... I think that would work. It, it, it'd, be, it'd be cool. I really like the... I mean, I really like the cosmicness of it. It's just... It's sort of this blend of, you know, sword and sorcery and, and space opera. And it just... It melds them together and becomes its own kind of thing. And it, it, I really do enjoy that. And Marvel's got a crap ton of that stuff, whether it's uh, created by Kirby or or uh, Starlin at all. Well, these last few characters have been... Their point was to open up the universe. Yeah. 
the Guardians of the Galaxy gave us Cosmos. The uh, Doctor Strange gave us the magic side of Marvel. Mm-hmm. So they've opened up all these doors to go through now. Right. Yeah, it's uh, another uh, critic was talking about how it's like we had the events in Avengers with the Chitauri invasion. And pretty much every movie since then has been all the causality from that invasion. You know, the consequences others. of what the Avengers did, avenging and, and so forth. So Avenging. it's like doing that one good thing has had all these other consequences. And it's yeah, it's really kind of fascinating Sony when movies. you start to break it all down, too. Yeah, including Sony movies, including yeah. other studios. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Any other thoughts on Black Panther, gentlemen? Uh, what was that? I, I will say this: the tribe leader with the uh, cup in his lip, yep. the turquoise cup. Yeah, I can't stop looking at him. He looks amazing. Yeah, yeah. I, with the I, suit. I, I, yes, I love that he's matched his cup with a suit. Yep. Yeah, the the that whole that whole costume aesthetic. They did so many different things with each tribe too, which was really cool. I didn't even realize it when I first uh, first saw it um, when they do his challenge ritual. Uh, you have the tribal leader with their champion. I didn't even I didn't even look at it that way and think of it that way. And the champion is standing there when they're declining the challenges and stuff like that. And that was oh, I saw that right away. But yeah, no. well, okay. no, I mean, fuck me then. And he was. Well, I, I, have I, to, I, I have to agree with him because I also saw it. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, fuck me twice then. <laughs> well, the, you were you were watching a lot of detail off about it. I was I was not absorbing. Yeah, so. there were. The one thing about the, uh, the the ritual thing that threw me is there are a couple of inserts, a couple of shots where the lighting was weird in in the context of the scene, and that kind of threw me. And there were there were moments there just in that that ritual thing. And actually, movie Bob mentions that scene as one of the CGI things he had a problem with. I would I would say that that if there's a hole in the movie plot wise, it's the fact that this you know incredibly advanced society still has ritual combat as part of their uh, their government. Well, it's part of the the, the, the tradition, tra- yeah. the tradition thing. Um, and that's in the comic. Yeah, too. and that that the, actually that's that's that is what I wanted to uh, talk about because the apparently alt right trolls were pathetically trying to to troll the movie by <clears throat> by um saying uh it's it's trumpist you know isolate isolate keep out the refugees well, the, the and, line at the end was definitely a reference well that's the funny thing is like the whole lesson of the movie is he rejects that and wakanda opens up because that's the answer and i was just like bridges not borders that yeah that is bridges not walls yeah and it was just like that is some of the most pathetic attempt at at trolling I've ever seen. It, it, there was a desperation. I almost think like is is this reverse Russia? Is this like a bunch of lefties trolling the right by putting out something so colossally stupid they look bad? I can't I can't even figure out who's trolling whom anymore because it was just it was just it was so dumb. It was so incredibly dumb. But I mean the yeah. I just didn't they launch a um, like a a campaign against Rotten Tomatoes for lowering the score of that movie? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They did, and I th- <laughs> I think I think they f- they they oh. figured it out because you had like the Twitter thing where they they killed how many? They killed a bunch of bots. A, a whole mess of 
of bot um, accounts that were apparently set up by the whole uh, 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 troll factory in Eastern Europe, and conservatives were, were, were shitting blood because they, <laughs> they were losing followers. They lost, like, reams of followers, which turned out to be just these worthless bots. <laughs> and it, it just, yeah, and I don't know. We talked about the aesthetic of the film and the color and all, but I just love the look of the Black Panther's costume, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they really, you know, I don't know when they started doing it, but I think it might have been Spider-Man. They realized that the way you get around making these costumes that are simple enough to draw in color on a comic book, make them interesting as you put subtle texture across it. You said that about Doctor Strange. Yeah, that's and, in, and, and that's and, true. And, yeah. The, the texture makes the costumes look less ridiculous. It gives it, it gives it the real quality. It's really funny. I still remember as a kid, being incredibly unsatisfied with spandex. Mm. Everyone's like, oh, spandex. It sits across the body. It's going to give you that superhero look. And it never did. No. It never did. If anything, can't I mean, give spandex. can this body a superhero look. Yeah, really. You know, it, it, oh, it, had, a, it had a flattening Barrel effect. Man. I don't know. What Barrel else? Man. <laughs> Barrel Man. Uh... Barrel Man. Spherical Man. Um, couch Boy. Bouncing Boy. <laughs> couch <laughs> Potato. Couch Boy. I like it. Yeah. Couch Boy. Um, but... Um, and and that approach, you know, um, the their use of uh, the weaponry, you know, the spears and the, mm-hmm. uh, the the way that they approached everything. Uh, God, that scene when you know in the car chase when when she's like, just keep driving, and she leans out and throws it through the car and makes it a spike in the. Str- that was I was just like, wow, yeah. that's how you use a spear. It yeah, was that you. line, guns, primitive weapons. Oh, I know. It's, it, yeah, oh. of course you see you and McGregor, you know, shooting General Grievous when uh, you hear that line. But, um, and and th- there were criticisms that it didn't have enough humor. You, did you? You <laughs> said you said I you heard, heard that, yeah. that it wasn't funny. And you know what? It, it, it had the right as, amount of humor. It didn't have problem. as much humor as, as you know uh, Ragnarok or Guardians yeah, of the Galaxy. I think that's what some. But it had the right amount of humor for a story that that was for that complex for and that serious. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and Jesus, it got a little goofy. That scene that I just mentioned, you know, you had the the he, claw blast apart their car. And and like Lupita and Yongo comes skittering down on the just the holding the, the, the just steering the wheel, <laughs> totally cheesy, ridiculous. But it was you know friggin' funny as hell. Are the shoe seen? I call them sneakers. Oh yeah, because <laughs> you because okay. He goes, I got it. Oh well, the, the yeah, and that well that character that was Shuri because yeah. you know the whole what is this when she's talking about the sandals. Yeah. And and he's all I going old school. How dare that you mean, wear those into my lab? Oh, that <laughs> you know. open I toes. With, I agree with her on the toes, though. Yeah, <laughs> sandals are an aberration. Well, you know, well, Andy, if if you go open toe on any of your projects, you won't have any toes by the end of the day. <laughs> right. You go like open to, toe walking across the house. You, like you do make him wear steel toes when he's outside working, steel right? Steel toed socks. I would like okay. to introduce Andy, uh, America's first ambassador to Wakanda. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> he'd sh- he'd sh- slip and fall down that mine pit that's like 100 stories deep. And come out yeah, we're reading an uh, uh, explosion in Wakanda. What happened? Did you send Andy? Andy, <laughs> Andy, Andy spilled something on the control panel. God, Claw's back. He's attacked. No, it's, it's, it's just Andy. Just Andy. <laughs> Although right it's now a, he kind of looks like Claw. It was a little spill. <laughs> just a little spill. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Andy's circus. He's looking like a little pocket Hercules there. Yeah. He, 
been uh, <laughs> pumping some iron or something. He Pocket was, Hercules, a solid Henry Rollins cover band. Yeah, that was, and and his character was, is that was, yeah. What is it supposed to be like South African or something? Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Although I am a little surprised they killed off Claw so quickly. I was too. Yeah, me too. Because Claw like, is a major villain yeah. for and yeah. Rick repeating and repeating and keeping coming back. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 just the way they did it too. That was actually rather yeah. cavalier. I mean, it was just he's just a little surprised for the Marvel fans. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, I I thought that was. I mean, that had impact. It's kind of funny. That's almost like a gratuitous death scene to like let you know how serious this movie is. But it's a villain. Yeah. So you know, but it still it still had that it still had that moment. So. Any other thoughts, gentlemen? And, well, I'll say it again: Michael B. Jordan, yeah. rock on. I mean, he was. I, I remember Fantastic Four, and it's really funny because um, yeah, he was in that. Yeah, him and Chris Evans. Uh, in the other Fantastic Four, yeah. it, 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 are you talking about the meme about like yet yeah. another uh, MCU uh, or Marvel character redeemed in the MCU? Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly right. <laughs> uh, but uh, he, uh, I mean, uh, damn, he he just he was good, and it was it was a nice it was a nice well written character. The the juxtaposition of the the you know because a lot of people pointed out he is a villain with you know actually kind of has a good good. He a good intention. He's just going to execute it totally wrong, but he really actually wants to help people. He just wants to do it through conquest and violence, and and so the Doctor Doom, kind of sorta. Yeah, well, he kind of wants to also prove the point that you know Wakanda's supposed to be this this awesome nation, but they've sat on their laurels when yeah. And he, as he said, he's like when our people were suffering, you did nothing. Yeah. So right. Yeah, uh, which is it's, and it's, and yeah, you think about it too. It's like he he was a product of his environment. You know, his father was slain. He gets picked up by the military to be. Um, well, he grew up in Oakland, so that'll fuck well, anybody. Yeah. Growing up in Oakland, you know, and then having yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know being taken up by the military for political assassination, like yeah. literally to do exactly what he did. He yeah. was trained to go in eliminate. The hierarchy and take over. Right, take so, advantage. Of so chaos. he was he was as much a product of his environment as he was, mm-hmm. you know, a product of and, Wakanda and, and, and so forth. And ended up being used, you know, being used against him because he would have been the as a as a product of the colonizing uh, culture. He would have gone back against it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and touching on the like he said, we sat around. You sat around and did nothing. The 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 painful discussion of transatlantic slavery of of Africans' complicity in selling Africans into slavery, yeah. Um, which it, it's it's a rare discussion, but it does pop up in people talking. There have been a couple articles people talking about. God, which country is it in? I think it's Sierra Leone. It it's one of the major tr- uh, slave trading posts, and it's actually been recreated reconstructed as a, a tourist destination to talk about the the slave trade and mm. they have something there called the portal of no return the door of no return and that was like the last point the african slaves could look back on their home before they were put on the ships and taken to uh the the western hemisphere and 
and people talking about you know their experience when they would go there and look through that portal and, and realize you know right where they were standing what had happened and you know how many people that it happened to so if like me you've been crossing your legs for the last half hour of the movie if you uh wait for the end of the uh i think we're done i'm sorry no, no I, I, I'm. We just oh, wonder where this is going. Yeah, yeah. No, that's <laughs> crossing your legs at the end. Get, of the... To, get to the point, Andy. <laughs> you can the the uh, uh, the after credit scene after between the first after credit scene and the second okay. after credit scene. There's enough time. Yeah, that's that long yeah. list of all the all the VFX uh, units. FX yeah. Unit, yeah. Andy was like, "Okay, I got to run," and I'm like, "Not yet." And he's like, "Oh." God, and that's what yeah. he's referring to. Yeah. And if then you, we get the first stinger, and then I'm like, okay, you're good. Yeah, if you if you run out before the first stinger, you're not going to make it. But if you go after the first stinger, Plenty you have time. enough time before Plenty the second time. stinger. Yes. I, I will say there is something now that happens at the end of every Marvel movie that is getting so rote, it's getting annoying. It is the movie ends, the credits start, people start to get up, but the people sating still start making fun of the people walking away as we're like have these people ever seen a Marvel movie before you know supposed to see <laughs> the right. right and then that scene comes up and then half those people get up and walk out and the people still singing make the same damn joke about the people that just left it's it's getting rote if you're making the jokes now yeah <laughs> that didn't happen in a screening K and I saw last night the last night there was somebody who talked like a motherfucker yes. through, throughout the the first stinger it was just blah 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 yes and it would just and, and then people shut started up <laughs> and then it comes what, back you guys go I thought there was gonna be a fight hmm? did you guys go with galaxy uh no we were at uh sunset station well, you see that's a problem yeah, yeah there's exactly. your problem <laughs> oh that was oh well, it was our fault andy that's right uh, yeah. yes that mile was. that mile apart is all the difference between you know quiet little henderson and ghetto yeah. I'm just talking. No, I'm just nice. more about the zero tolerance policy at Galaxy uh, okay. versus yeah. the <laughs> the lax nature of management at Sunset Station. I knew you'd get it, but I, I didn't have to say anything. Sleep. Yeah, but then, right. but then, yeah. Where we are talking about Black Panther, and you had to get all racial, Andy. Yeah, I know. I need to Why'd you have to go there? Speaking of going there, see you this weekend. Yes, at the Henderson Library's Minicon. Minicon. We will begin recording at one p.m. and one p.m. If I don't fuck it up, I will air it oh later on goodness. that day. You're I'm, doing, I'm saying that so I keep reminding myself. Yeah. I lost 10 years of my life last Minicon, and you fucked it up. <laughs> you got hey, it on video. We had the three. Everybody bring your phones, record it, and this way we'll have it preserved one right. way or another. Right. If everybody records five minutes, I'll be pieced all together at the end. You know. Now, here, this is what we'll do, Todd. This is the deal. Okay. Everybody's going to bring their, their 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 little audio recorders or phones. Record we'll have it. a backup. If you fuck up, you will have to take everybody. Everybody will have to send you their clips, and you will have to reconstruct the episode from everybody's uh, submitted... Ah, oh, fuck it. I'll just clips. live stream it. Like Shut a, it! Like a ransom note of a podcast. <laughs> I, was trying to, I was trying to put the pressure on him. <laughs> nope, I'm Master Torgo. 80s Jeff. Commander K. Very tired factor, Dandy. Maple Leaf Matt. And we will talk to you this Saturday. Yeah. yeah. Drive, your, drive your son home there. Kirsten. No, he. I, he, I got to go to a hotel he's, he's, and look at the yeah. ass. He's got a he's got a full night of hookers and blow on the strip. Yeah. So there's no sleep for this man yet. No, no sleep till Henderson. Yeah. yeah. 
No, no, you, you do look worse for wearing. I'm really getting tired now. Yeah, Your you, eyes are fading. You you have slumped down. You've yeah, fallen I'm off the sliding. cliff in the last I know. Well, there was midway through the show. I was laughing because he. It's like it it it's like the contractions were a minute and a half apart, and he was just <laughs> waiting for the OBGYN to show up. There is no comfortable position for my legs anymore. Get this man. These are legs of tiredness. <laughs> Except I want to eat those. I want to open those goddamn eggs. Your eyes are weed smoking red. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get pulled over. <laughs> they will not believe you. Hey, hey! All the weird shit is out of my back of my car, so I'm a little safer than I have been. Oh my god! That's... Uh, the last thing I delivered this morning was a bunch of makeshift spears. Oh god. <laughs> it's funny. He's been like this undercover arms dealer for a couple weeks now, smuggling guns, smuggling knives, driving back from Nelson covered in blood. <laughs> You're shooting in Nelson. Blues. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Actually, we're shooting past Nelson. <laughs> we're shooting in, in Nelson's the where the blood Nelson. happened. Oh, okay. <laughs> Nelson, for the listeners, that is basically an old, now defunct mine that you can go and do tours through. But they have all these old, weird vehicles. Yeah, and see, movies have been filmed can there. You, can you talk about the one thing you had to do for the mine? Are you allowed to talk I about that? I could probably get away with that. Yeah, I, I spent a day out there. <laughs> this is... Um, wow, this is actually... T- this is touchy. Um, the the guy that owns... The guy bought Nelson. He bought the mine, rather. Yes. And then he just started bringing in other buildings and other weird shit and piling it up on top of there. So it was all kinds of crashed airplanes. It was all that stuff. And then you drive down the road, and we're filming beyond... A little further down the road where there's this desert. We're using canyons and desert out there. But in between them, there's a cave, and a huge, huge cave. Yeah, it's bizarre. Like all of a sudden, you look to your right, and there's this m- multiple monster mouth cave with a right. lot of graffiti. He doesn't own that. <laughs> okay. Some guy in New Zealand owns it. Oh. Who's apparently not watching it? So it's covered with graffiti and stuff. And you know, what's it going to come from New Zealand and stop us from filming in this cave? So I went out there one day. <laughs> I went out there and uh, that's logic for yeah. you. I hey, went out there one continue. day and, and spent the day painting over big chunks of the graffiti to make it look like natural caving. <laughs> He's painting oh, a cave? Wow. Cave. I'm painting a cave, cave color. So if I go back there, <laughs> it'll look like a cave again? Well, I did that like seven or eight days ago. So by this time, the fucking tags were up and hit it and it probably has already been tagged before we got back and shot there. But <laughs> it, it was so funny. He's I'm showing me the wasn't... pictures and I'm just like, you're dressing a cave as a cave. Yep. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't get done Go home, catch a couple hours of sleep, come back, and it was tagged. Or they'd again. be in line right, right behind. I you. haven't looked at it since. I was so just saying, like, I'm surprised the director's not calling you in the middle of your sleep. I guess I you got to get back out here. The fucking thing is painted over again. This one, one of the one of the one of the uh, um, all nighters was because I painted a. Uh, we had a space we were painting in, and, and uh, I painted it up just as a as a room, as an underground concrete bunker room. And then I went to, I, I did that during the day and like by one o'clock I went over to my day job at the magazine and worked there for a few hours. And at the afternoon I went over to see how they were doing the filming and I go, can you dress up this to look like it's part of the cave now? And so I spent the night turning a room into a cave. We're going to lose Andy. <laughs> oh yeah. We're going to lose him. He, yeah. he will not survive the shoot. The shoot will be done, and he'll be dead. Two more days. Just just, just make sure the sign to check's over. Yeah. Right. 